Welcome to Stunt Stories. I am Corey Eubanks, and today I've got a new friend. You know, you always say, oh, I got my old friend or my best friend and a really, really good friend. Well, this is a newly acquired friend, and I feel very, very lucky to have this man in my life now. He has worked in the film and television industry for a long, long time for being so young. You know, he's not old like me. He's worked on the movie, The A-Team, Mission Impossible, Godzilla, Star Trek Beyond. He worked on Pirates of the Caribbean, SWAT, Under Siege. We worked together on Transformers 7. Brennan Wallstrom, thank you for being my new friend, and thanks for being on Stunt Stories. No worries, buddy. Thanks for having me on here. So you you are now in Canada, correct? Yep, correct. I'm in Vancouver. And Vancouver is actually beautiful, from what I hear. It is. It is. I don't. The weather's not that great right now, but hopefully it turns around. Why? What is your weather like? Uh, it's not summer, that's for sure. It's <laughs> supposed to be, though. It's a weird one. We're having some weird weather here. So let me ask you something. You have been in the industry performing stunts for how many years? Oh, God. I don't even know. Uh, I started when I was eight, eight years old. So um, my first stunt was uh, I was ice skating. It's not really a stunt. And then I just fell down. So, I mean, technically, I guess it was a stunt, but not really. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Were you supposed to fall down? Yeah. Yeah. I got bumped into and fell down. All right. So that was part of the story that you guys were telling. <clears throat> and, yeah. And I understand your father, who I've never met, is a veteran in the in the industry. He's been around forever. And what is your father's name? His name's Owen. Owen Wallstrom. Owen. I have never. I have not had the the honor or the privilege of meeting him. Maybe one of these days I'll I'll get to. Did he hire you for that spot where you got knocked down? He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling your dad had something to do with that. <laughs> and also, yeah. is isn't your your brother's also in the industry? Correct. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's been in it just as long as I have. We both started around the same time. Yeah, I, I met him when you and I were up there in where were we were in Montreal working on Transformers Seven. Yeah, out yeah. there. You know, now on that movie, you guys got to go to Peru, and I understand you did some phenomenal driving. Can you tell us about that? What you were driving and where you were driving? We were in the Andes Mountains. Um, uh, in Peru, we started in Cusco and then we went to this little town called, oh, I'm going to butcher the name here, uh, Ole Talatambo. And then we were, that's where we did the, the real mountain driving and, uh, like 14,000 feet. Um, yeah, it was this big drop offs on the side of the road. It was pretty cool. Now at 14,000 feet, did you have to do anything to the, to the vehicles for the because uh, the air was so thin? Um, I wish we could have, but no, we just drove them how they were. They ran they ran absolutely terrible up there. Yeah, from my understanding, now, was that a carburetor system, or what did it, fuel injection, what, what what kind of cars were you, and how old were they? I was in a, like a 1990 uh, Nissan Skyline. Um, so it's a 2.5 liter turbocharged fuel injected motor. So when it's fuel injected, does the does the air intake actually matter? 
I think uh, the tune needed to be adjusted. I think it was running quite rich up there. Uh, I I couldn't tell you. I'm not really a mechanic, unfortunately. I'm more of a driver, but I wish I could wrench on my own stuff. I don't. I can't. I could take stuff apart, but I can't ever put it back together. <laughs> it's like yeah, I, the same I, way. I could I could completely destroy a vehicle, but I can't fix it. <laughs> it's yeah. just what we do, you know. Hey, so did you have an opportunity to tell them? I say them like the picture car guys or special effects to tell them what you wanted to have done to the vehicle so you could because when you're when, with your drift car, you you have a lot of um, pretty trick stuff that you've you know aftermarket you've installed and modified and turning brake and whatnot. Did you get to do the same thing to this picture vehicle? No, because unfortunately I didn't get to test the car in LA before it got shipped to Peru. So I kind of just drove it with someone else's setup on it. I think it was actually Logan's setup that he put in it. And I obviously he, I don't think he adjusted the engine or anything, but uh, like the seating position and stuff was for Logan and like the handbrake, I, I'd assume. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think that's right. Once yeah. it got through, I, I just, yeah, I did change the seating position once I got through, but that's it. Like we didn't have any parts or like a dyno or anything to throw the car on and get a better tune in it. So, well, I heard through the grapevine that you guys did some sensational uh, drifting around those corners and stuff. And um, that must've been a little intimidating. Cause like you were saying, if you went off the road, if you lost control, how far down go off a cliff is that what it was yeah yeah it was like a a big twisty turn back mountain uh just i don't i don't even know how far up it went but it was just switchback after switchback and every switchback in between them like the next tier down was about like a thousand feet at least so if you went off there was one point i was sitting in the car and i had i put my helmet on i, I cinched my harness down and i'm like I don't even know why I'm doing this. This isn't going to do me any good if I go off. <laughs> yeah. It's like a kamikaze pilot wearing a helmet. It's like, what's the purpose of yeah. that? You know? <laughs> so you were, you yeah. were, were you following Brett Smurz or was he chasing you? Uh, I was chasing Brett. Um, and then I would come up beside him kind of just play cat and mouse really with him. And then uh, we were just going at it up and down the mountain for, you know, about a month straight. So now would, would you say that vehicular stunts is your specialty or what? I mean, you're pretty well-rounded. That's what I learned about you when we were up there in Canada. Um, oh, and also I got to tell you, when I first saw you, I had not even shook your hand. The second I saw you, I didn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> I have that effect on people. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm, thinks I'm look, I look like a dick, but I'm actually not. You're not. You're the one of the coolest guys I've ever met. And I'm like, but when you first walked in the room, I go, oh, he looks awfully cocky. Young, handsome, yeah. cocky. I don't like this guy. <laughs> and you had not even said a word. Yeah. You had not even said a word. It's like, no. I, and I, I'm like, do I ever tell him the truth? And that, when I first saw him, I didn't like him. <laughs> oh, when, when you become friends, you can, you can tell that person anything. Yeah. Goes, wow, you look like a total asshole when I first saw you. But now I like you. Yeah. And and, and that that doesn't work with women, by the way. Just know that, FYI. No. <laughs> um and then and then the more we got to work together and stuff, and I realized, wow, you've you know been around and, and not just you know doing car stunts, you've done everything. But 
would you say that's the majority of your your um, your work is related to vehicles, or, or or what is it? I'd say within like the last two years, yes. But before that, I was doing everything still. You know, the fights, the falls, the ratchets, the burns, the car hits, that sort of stuff. Uh, the motorcycles, laydowns, and dead man's, all that stuff. So if if we were on an airplane and you didn't know me, <clears throat> I just sat down next to you and. We're talking, and I said, so what do you do for a living? What would you say? Uh, I, I would just say I work in the film industry. I hate getting into details, really, because you, know, yeah. you get a million questions asked. And so, yeah. so I'm, I'm very shy when it comes to my job. I don't really talk about it much with, with random people. So I'm one of those people that I would, I, would, I would be persistent. I'd say, so, oh, you're in the entertainment industry? Is that what you just said? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, 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 I work in the film. I work for um, movies and TV shows. Do you do porn? Is that what it is? Are you a porn star? No. Oh. I'm actually a stuntman. Okay. Oh, you're a stunt. You're a stunt. I, they, would, they would have to pull it out of me yeah. like you just did. So then, so then, oh my God, you're a stuntman. Oh my gosh. What's the most dangerous stunt you've ever done? You get asked that all the time, don't you? I do. Yeah. So? Yeah, I don't really even know what to say at that point. You know what I do? I think of the most da- dangerous stunt I've ever seen in a movie, and I just tell them that I did that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wasn't that movie uh, in 1951? You weren't even born yet. How did you do that? How did you do that stunt? But what would you say? What is there? Is there one that 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 you know is is back in your subconscious? You go, oh yeah, man, I remember. Because um, you and I both know sometimes your your the, the stunts that. Uh, have the most risk and, and, and you sometimes aren't that complicated or that spectacular, but um, is, is there something that comes to mind that you think, wow, this is, that would go down as, is the most dangerous stunt I've, I've done in my career thus far. Other than being pushed down. Yeah. There's this one, <laughs> there's this one dead man I did on a, on a moped actually. And it doesn't really look that gnarly on camera, but it, that night was the only night I've actually gone to work and been like, I might actually get hurt tonight. Um, and it was a weird one because it was down this dark alley with no light uh, until I got to the end. And then they had a bull prick in the ground and I had a cable on the forks of this moped. So the cable was dragging on the ground and it was like, you know, when you come into an aircraft carrier and you grab the, the, the cable, that's basically what it was. I came in, hit the bull prick and it tossed over the handlebars, but, I couldn't really see it on the approach, so that was gnarly. Oh, jeez. And then um, but you, I had to kind of stand up over the, you know how your knees are pressed right against the dash on a moped. It's not like a motorcycle where, you know, your knees aren't trapped. So just before I hit the bull prick, I had to, you know, kind of get up on my toes so I didn't get my knees caught behind the, the dash and just fold my kneecaps over. So it wasn't gnarly, but it, it, it was definitely gnarly when I was sitting there. God, yeah. Those anything with handlebars are dangerous. Hey, what did you do on the Predator back in 2018? I I was just driving in a convoy. Nothing serious. Um, okay. What at ab- all? What about boring at boring ND stuff? What about Deadpool two? Um, I was on like the kind of core driving team for or whatever needed to be done, sliding nineties and stuff, you know, 
reacting to stuff falling off this big uh, semi truck. Um, and then I also did a, uh, a ratchet out of this control room that it explodes. So I'm going through your IMDB here. And I should have mentioned that to you because, yeah, you know, you sometimes pe- you, people go, hey, what did you do on that movie? And you're like, I'm not even sure I worked on that film. And then you go, to, oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Supergirl. What did you do on the, on the TV series Supergirl? Um, so many kind of episodes. I don't really even remember. Probably just ND driving stuff. I don't remember any kind of gnarly gags that I did on Supergirl. So, um, yeah. Okay. What about Fastlane? Fastlane. There was, okay. That one was, that was a long time ago now, but I was, I was the lead driver on that one. My it, dad was the coordinator it, and you, you were also the um, assistant stunt coordinator. Did you know that? Yeah. So I would, I would cover when he was on his other shows. And that was, that was a, a series that went on for quite a while. Yeah. I think it did two seasons or three seasons. Now, the yeah, other, that was a good one. The other question we all often get asked by people is, well, what's the most famous movie star you've ever done a stunt for? Have you ever been asked that? That I've doubled for. I haven't really doubled anyone famous at all. Really? No, not really. Huh. Hey, what did no. you what did you do on Mountain Men, the TV series? That one, um, I did a dead, well, it wasn't really a dead man. So they, I was on a stretcher, like a, you know, like an evacuation stretcher. Uh, and it's like a comedy kind of portion of it. And the two brothers start arguing while I'm on the stretcher and it kind of slides down this, this mountain thing and then off a cliff. And uh, I'm just strapped to it. And you know, I think I went like 15 feet down off the cliff and then just got dead man by it the rope yeah it, that term <clears throat> there's a lot of people that that listen to my podcast that are not uh in the stunt industry and sometimes i get emails or a text message asking what does that mean like you know we talk about a cannon roll and it doesn't actually involve a cannon like on a ship you know pirate ship you think of a cannon um and a, yeah so a dead man could you explain what that is so dead man depends what you're doing, but it kind of all transfers over. Like on a motorcycle, it's when you're cabled off and then you, you basically ride the motorcycle in a straight line and then the cable hits you at a certain point, like once it's taut and you go flying off that bike and it, you're, you, you stay with the cable, the bike keeps moving. And then uh, like when I was in the stretcher, I was cabled off and the, you know, the, as soon as I hit the end of the cable, it just, it sucked me back, and then the the, uh, the stretcher actually stayed with me. It wasn't supposed to, but you, do you know what one of the one of the things that made me um, it changed my whole perspective about you, and I started to like really want to get to know you is when I learned that you used to be a fighter. Yeah, I never actually competed, but I, I trained. I, I did Muay Thai all through high school, and I still do it a bit whenever I'm not being lazy or working. So, oh, so um, you didn't you didn't compete? You but you would spar. In I the- did not actually compete. Okay. Yeah, I would always. I would. My buddies when they would do their fight camps and stuff, get ready for their fights. I'd go in there and let them beat beat me up. 
<laughs> so what, what would you say you know, is, help train. was your athletic background? What other, did you, what sports did you do? What, when you high school and stuff? Uh, I rode motor, I, I rode motocross all growing up, but I also was on uh, team Canada for downhill, uh, mountain bike racing. Oh, no kidding. Uh, so that was, that was, yeah. So I did that <laughs> went all over the world for, for racing downhill mountain bikes. And then, uh, this wasn't, didn't pay any money. My dad was spending a lot of money on travel. Obviously I think he spent like 60 to $70,000 just on travel for me for the year. So at a certain point it was just like, okay, this is, this isn't going to go anywhere. Oh, so you can't make a living racing mountain bikes. You can, I just wasn't fast enough. Wow. I mean, the the Americans are just so much faster. When you watch that stuff, man, some of the hills and those basically cliffs that they take those bikes off. It's just insane. It's crazy. Have you, have you, has that bicycle background paid off for you in the, in the business? Cause, um, you know, he had all that training. Did did you ever utilize that in the stunt business? Yeah, I have. I probably rode bikes and mountain bikes in film. I don't know, 20 times. So, I mean, it didn't pay off, but I definitely got the job because I was good on a bike. (laughs) Years ago, I used to race BMX and it was for an organization called the NBA, the national bicycle association, not basketball. And, um, do you know Kenny Alexander guy who owns a fast house? No, I don't. Great guy. Great guy. And his dad, Ernie, Alexander was the one who started the, the NBA when I used to race bicycle motocross and, and, uh, it paid off for me on Pee Wee's big adventure. I, I got to do some bike stunts, jump, big bike jumps and, and crashes and stuff. And I was glad that I had that, that background. I think the only thing that I haven't utilized in the film business has been my surfing. I've, I've surfed since I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, but I've never, have you ever done any surfing in the film business? No, I, I don't even surf in real life. I, I can, I try to surf. Uh, there's this place called Tofino. It's about three hours away from me. And it's a nice place to go for the weekend. Um, I pretend to surf when I go there. I get up maybe once out of every, you know, 20 tries. I'm terrible. It's funny you say that because you look like a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'd be like, yeah, he's probably, yeah. probably a surfer. He's in the skateboarding. Do you skateboard? I'm from Canada, man. It's cold over here. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, I, I used to skateboard, not anymore. Have you, uh, have you been staying busy working on up there in Canada or you've been out of the country? What have you been doing? I have been pretty busy up here. I got back from Peru and kind of just popped on my dad's show. I just seen him. Uh, I don't even remember what it was called now. It's been done for a few months, but. Um, just doing stunt safety, some rigging stuff. And then I've also been out to Alberta quite a bit to drive the, uh, the Russian armor, I guess, Ukraine now they call it. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Call it the Ukraine yeah. arm. So, um, do you work in the States in the United States often or what's that? How's the history? No, I, I've never, I have never worked in the U S before. Um, I'm trying to get my visa stuff dealt with right now so I can because I'd like to get on a team. Like, I, I really like working with you guys and the aspect of being on a core team, like, uh, on location stuff. I really like that. So hopefully I can get the visa stuff done and kind of start making a name for myself all over the place. 
Yeah, because man, there's you're such a talented, well-rounded stuntman that, and that's you know, I'm, I I don't want to offend any of the guys and girls in the industry, but that's that's seeming to be a rarity. It's like people are just kind of specialists in one little one little you know field, one little thing. You know, they're they're not yeah. well-rounded like like you are that can do so much stuff that would be extremely valuable to a stunt coordinator to have you on it on his team you know yeah for sure uh i I feel the same way now that i my dad my dad still gets on my ass till this day he's like why aren't you doing this why aren't you training that why aren't you doing this i'm just like man i don't have that much time (laughs) but he, he he brought me and my brother up doing everything you know riding mountain bikes uh my brother didn't box but i boxed um motocross and then as soon as we got our licenses it was right into drifting and um he got us into being his rigging assistants on all his shows and stuff so kind of just you know he wanted us to learn everything that's yeah that's what you got to do there's if you're going to go off in some of those movies and it's just it's so much more beneficial to the stunt coordinator when you you are so well-rounded that you could ride horses, ride motorcycles, ride jet skis, drive cars, do fights, do high falls. You know, I I yeah. I, I could do a lot of those things or I used to be able to do a lot of those things. The one thing I used to shy away from after I did the bo- the movie called Backdraft is fire. I don't do you do fire gags? No, not really. I've only done one burn, like one full body burn ever, but no, I, I've never really done too much. I'm not known as the fire guy, that's for sure. Yeah, nor am I, and I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a don't have a desire. So you're also um, a father. You have what, what two children? Yeah, I have two boys, five and four. Yeah, and They're my pride and joy. That's for for sure. And do you see them getting into the entertainment industry? I don't know. I'll let them do whatever they want. They can make their own decision. Um, my oldest is, he wants to do everything. He wants to do hockey. He wants to box. He wants to, he wants to drive my race car once he's older. He wants to drive the, <laughs> ride the dirt bike. He wants to do everything. So I could see him maybe doing it. My youngest hasn't quite shown that yet. And I'm definitely okay with that. Whatever he wants to do at some point, but it could, I'm sure it'll probably turn around because me and my brother, as soon as he did one thing, I wanted to do it. He did another thing I wanted to do. I kind of followed his lead until I got older, and now he follows my lead. I'll be damned. Well, yeah, that that's that's probably something you're going to be faced with when you know your 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 sons see what daddy does, and that looks like fun. And you're like, yeah, it can be a lot of fun until you you know break a kneecap or you get a concussion. That's yeah. That's what I used to fear when when my son was in the industry. Uh, he's now moved on to run a hardwood floor company, which I feel so much better about because it's it's safe. You know, it was nerve wracking. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, it was nerve wracking for me to see, like on Transformers, whatever it was, one of those Transformers movies, and I was seeing him doing some big stunt, and I was like, God, dang it, man! This my stomach was in a knot. I don't know how your dad does it. I don't know either because he's actually hit me with a car before. Like I've been a pedestrian getting hit by him. I like actually multiple times, twice. Now, um, could that be because you were like a, a problem child and he was. Maybe <laughs> I was for sure the problem child. I was definitely me and my dad butted heads way more than my, my brother and my dad. 
So he might be getting his payback from when I was younger. He pushed you down when you were eight on the ice skating thing. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. Well, hey, Brennan, I, I tell you, man, I, I can't wait till you and I have our names on the same call sheet again. And we could we could work together and actually, you know, do a nice car chase or something exciting together. Yeah, I'd love that. Keep our fingers crossed. Hey, buddy, thank you so much for being on Stunt Stories. I really appreciate it. And uh, God, no God bless you and your family, man. I hope to see you soon. No worries, Corey. It's great talking to you. Good talking to you, too. And everybody, thank you for listening to Stunt Stories.